Welcome to Sweeping the Country one more time. I'm Derek Walker, my co-host, Mr. Jimmy Carter. And Jimmy, welcome back. I tell you, first of all, when we're doing this, it is October. Yeah. And in October of 1962, on October the 5th to be exact, the first James Bond movie was released. I'll be done. It was called yeah. Dr. No. I remember And that. it's very primitive looking if you go back 60 years and look at, look at it. But it's got its moments. But the Bond series has lasted. It's, it's one of the uh, maybe it's the longest lasting continuous character yeah. series of them all. Star Wars is a product of the 70s. Indiana Jones, the same. Uh, this goes back to the 60s and it's been continuous. And there have been so many, I think 25 of them. Does that sound right? Yeah. I think that's right. Yeah, I've got my. And, um, I'm looking at it right I mean, now. I just pulled it up because you said that. And I'm looking at the outfits they're wearing. It was kind of. Not even leisure suits, kind of, sort of. Uh, yeah, then, you know, suit. again, this is British ideas shot in Jamaica and London. And, yeah. uh, you know, and it's Sean Connery. That's the movie part that broke him out to be yeah, an yeah. international superstar. And uh, Ursula Andress. And there's a lot of stories about that movie, as there are almost every Bond movie. But yeah. I saw a documentary this week that has come out. Uh, Amazon Prime has all 25 of the movies that you can watch. This month, oh, out wow. there for free, any of the Bond movies, totally all free. of them. Some are some are better than others. Yeah, um, but uh, they have a movie, the documentary that's eighty nine minutes. I sat down and watched the whole thing last Was night. It good the big speakers. It's called the Sound of 007. Yeah, and it's about all the Bond songs oh, that yeah. there have been over the years, and it focuses a lot on Billie Eilish, who did the most recent one, No Time to Die. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but and it and it was and it I've turned to where I really like that song. But there's songs like Carly Simon's "Nobody Does oh, It God, Better." That was my which favorite. Which is just a what iconic a, song. Did they do "Live and Let uh, Die"? They did. Live, they did. McCartney would "Live and Let Die." Oh, that talked is about that, which so is a great yeah. Bond song. Oh yeah. Uh, there are classics: "Goldfinger" by Shirley Bassey. Oh, another one. Uh, you know that was great. "Diamonds Are Forever." Oh yeah. Uh, they're all you know, good. I mean, they're and all there good. was one that was Duran Duran that. Uh, did it? They, they're on there, yeah. And uh, they do the end of the view to a kill. That was the one oh, that was, that was done in San Francisco. Roger Moore's last one. Let me ask you but something. I watched did, that. Did those did the people that cut those Jimmy are because all the Bond songs are great. They're really great songs. Yeah. So is there somebody that writes them for these the artists? The first eleven. Well, there was a. That's what this documentary will talk to you about. Yeah. There was a guy named Monty Norman that came up with the theme. But it wasn't it it was the seed of an idea. Yeah. And John Barry was hired to do the score because Monty wasn't really capable of doing it. Yeah. And so John Barry was this guy who was a great composer. He took it and changed that Bond song over to the one you hear today. Dun 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 and there's actually words to it when Monty Norman did it, it was terrible. But John Barry switched it over and made it and made it well, you'll hear it on this documentary. Yeah, yeah. It's free. And it's free, The Sound of 007. Okay. I actually got teared up at the end well, of it. Well, he's your friend. Because I mean, it encompasses my whole life, just about. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, I, I was 10 when the first Bond movie came out. And certainly as a young man, I when as soon as they were available on, you know, whatever it was, the format was, VHS. Or, I then know. I later bought them on LaserDisc. Yeah. And I later bought them on DVD. Yeah, yeah. And then I've, you know, got some of them that are online. I mean, and now we can stream them. So the world of, 
of movies have changed so much yeah. in the 60s. But the one thing consistent the whole time is the quality of the music that was in yeah, Bond. Really? The scores, the horns, it's iconic. Mm -hmm. And it certainly changed the way a lot of things were done. And that has evolved over the years. Uh, just so much great music in those 25 years from Russia with Love, Tom Jones oh, doing Thunderball. Yeah. Um, you know, Lulu, the man with the golden gun, and and it just goes on and on. Let me Aha, ask the living daylights. I can oh, do yeah. almost didn't Adele, didn't without Adele, Adele did one. Adele too. did Skyfall. That yeah, was a Oscar winning one. That was and then another was Sam Smith, the writings on the oh, wall. Yeah. That yeah. was great too. Yeah. Uh, they've had some really, you know, again, here they are in their 50th year and they're having great songs like that. That's incredible. Uh, and but they had a few of them that were clinkers. I mean, even though even the the garbage one by the group called garbage was uh you know kind of weird i, don't I mean remember but that. they I... but they were all good and then the one of the most the greatest one i think almost really is louis armstrong is the last thing that the great louis armstrong ever recorded yeah it's called uh we have all the time in the world it was for a movie called on her majesty's secret service oh, i remember that one yeah. which was the one that happened it was the first one they did after sean connery and then the new guy Lazenby didn't just the people didn't accept him yeah. so they paid him a box of money and brought Connery back for diamonds or forever then that was it yeah but that had the the in fact it may have been the best Bond movie without Connery or more in it uh, the Lazenby movie the story it was uh Telly Savalas was the bad guy oh it's a great God. story I James gotta Bond see gets it. married his wife gets killed at the end. Uh, Blofeld, this great villain, Blofeld is in it. It's a great movie, but you just have to, okay, another guy's doing Bond when you're so used to Connery do it. People people couldn't make the change. They I got to uh, ask you, because, you know, obviously the music, this this the sound of 007 is all about the music, but I know that you're a huge fan. Obviously, you, you've bought all this stuff. I'm a huge fan. A lot of people are huge fans because it sold so well over the years, but... As they transition Sean Connery to Roger Moore to Timothy Dalton to Pierce yeah. Brosnan, which were those the were Daniel bust Craig, to me. Yeah. Daniel Craig was probably the latest okay. I got used Bond. to yeah. uh, Pierce Brosnan, but I never did really you? liked. Him. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I mean, I did eventually yeah. like him, but I hated the worst. The worst Bond movie to me is go. Golden Eye. I hated Golden Eye. Who was Bond I didn't in that like movie? The story of, Pierce Brosnan, yeah. I think that was his first one. Yeah. And they didn't use the dun 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 dun, dun. They didn't use the Bond music very much. Yeah. It just sucked. I yeah. hated that movie. Yeah. But I love all the rest of them. But that was easily the low the low point for me. Yeah, I was gonna say, how did you how did you cause the first I love Sean Connery. I saw all the Bonds, but the first Bond I ever saw was was Live oh. and Let Die, and that was Roger yeah, Moore. It's hard to I say I, I don't know what the I mean at the movie theater, you know, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I, I mean I started going to the movies and probably uh, around with the help and hard days night. Yeah. And I think those movies might've been Goldfinger might've been the first one I saw, but I don't remember. And that's, it was, it came out in 64 and that was, and I probably didn't see that at the theater. Those were too adult. You know, these were, they were, yeah. Were I loved them as a sort kid. of adult films, not really, but they were, they were by the, at the time they were sexy, yeah, you know, totally remember uh, the, the, the one where, Goldfinger where they painted the girl entirely gold. Paint, yeah. That she was, was kinda, naked in gold, you know, that was pretty cool. Uh, right? I don't know that I saw that till later, but I liked yeah. it. I mean, yeah, it yeah. was, yeah. you know, it was, I loved all that. So anyway, bond month uh, from anniversary from 19th. And now we're at a point now, 
where the Bond series is over, but it's not over. Yeah. It may yeah. come back as a television series. Yeah, that would be all you know, right. Like I mean, that. I might watch it. could that. be there, yeah. you know, with all the Bond themes and all that kind of stuff in them. There's certainly a discussion with that. Yeah, uh, MGM, right. the people who is the studio, the Broccoli uh, Wilson people are still the ones in charge, Eon Production. Yeah. But MGM is the rights holder. They'll have a lot to say about the money that was put up. So what they want to do with it, who knows? There's talk, you know, they don't know if they want to put, they're not going to put a woman. There was some discussion yeah, that James Bond could be a woman. And you certainly could have women spies, but that's another show. Yeah. This is James Bond, who is a character created by Ian Fleming, and he created a man. Yeah. Now, could it be a black man or a Chinese man? Or Yeah, yeah I guess it could be anything you want it to be. Yeah. But, you know, I think most of us have an idea. Certainly, Sean Connery set the standard. Yeah. Timothy Dalton did a more of a Dr. No kind of version of it. Yeah. Roger Moore took it and made it a little more fun, and there was some silliness in it. Yeah. I mean, there's some great chase, live and let die, Best. with all the boat chase yeah. scenes and all that stuff oh, yeah. is great. With that crazy sheriff, oh yeah, you know that was on there. That he came back in the man with the golden gun. There's the always... Bond series to me. I just the more I talk about it, the more I know I love it the most. Yeah, because it's really hard to pick your favorite movie or favorite. Yeah, but James yeah, Bond as a total, as a group, is my favorite. It's you know, uh, and. I, could, I love movie music, and that was just great. Uh, okay, so it's called The Sound of 007. So if you want to check it out, yes. uh, you can do that. And I think Amazon I, Prime. Amazon I think, Prime. Jimmy, I think they could make a special out of a lot of things from that movie. You could do all the Bond cars. You could do all the Bond girls. You could do like they did, the soundtrack. You oh, could yeah. do all the villains. You could do. I mean, there's so much. People would dive into that stuff because it's kind of fun. I mean, the movie. Yeah, you know, but they, have a, they do have a platinum standard that – those people that kind of the keepers of Bond, yeah. they're almost like the keepers of the Beatles. Wow. Very similar. Wow. You know, the Beatles never let a bunch of crap out, you know. Yeah. It didn't maximize. Now, that's changing a little bit. Uh, there's a company that's taken over some of the merchandising, and they're going to have more Beatle-type merchandising out, I think, in the coming year. Okay. Yeah, the little bit I've seen looks pretty classy, though. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they're just not letting yeah. putting, putting junk out. And the same way with Bond, they're pretty protective of the copyright and the 007 logo and yeah, yeah. and all of that kind of stuff. And uh, we'll see what happens with that. But the sound of the sound of 007 is mm. really good. Very cool. And just really, in fact, I just couldn't get over that's been with me my whole life almost. Yeah. Either the music or something. Yeah. You know, and it really was a bigger part as I got to know and meet Sean Connery and have dinner with Sean Connery oh, and God, go to Alcatraz with Sean Connery yeah, sure. and do all the things. I mean, that was the biggest moment in my life. Yeah, sure. And Dirty Harry would be right behind that. Really. Yeah, sure. Yeah, those, those are good series. Be, I think he's like following those two guys, though. Wow. Yeah. Plenty Wood and Sean Connery, yeah. my two favorite movie stars. No doubt about and, it. Uh, you know, and I also, I don't want to pass this up. I know we talked about it a little bit uh, on the Vault episode, and we didn't talk about this before we even started this podcast today or anything but we lost Loretta Lynn and this, you know, this is uh, fairly recent and I know you got some ties uh, to Loretta and what a great person she was. And I don't want this podcast to go by today. I know this is our news edition, but you know, talk a little bit about well, Loretta. She, had, you know, she was on the, as much as there was news and Ian hurricane and Ukraine and yeah. South Korea shooting rockets. They found 
some time That's at nice. the end of, of nice. uh, World News Tonight and uh, CBS Evening News and probably NBC to do something on her. Yeah, like uh, she it. was an American. She was iconic. She was an American success story. She was her her story, her origin story. It was so famous that they wrote a book and then they wrote a movie yeah. called Cold Miner's Daughter, where Sissy Spacek won the Academy Award for Best Actress for Cold Miner's Daughter. So an important woman. But what what has happened here with her? And this is a I, I don't even like to say it, but I'm you know, yeah. I'm gonna say it. Yeah. She outlived her fame. Wow. You know what? That's an interesting uh, thought. Some, I, I, as I approached newsrooms this week yeah. and dealt with people in newsrooms, they didn't know who Loretta Lynn was. They yeah. didn't know. They just didn't know, even know who Isn't she was. Something. They really had never heard of her because she has been, she was 90 years old. The last 10 years, she has not been in good health. She broke her hip. She had pneumonia. She had a stroke. She had all kinds of stuff. She was still, but she fought and got over every one of those. Yeah, amazing. And, 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 but she's had dementia. She was 10 years. All right. And then the 10 years before that, which would have been her 70th to 80th year. Yeah. You know, she wasn't having hit records. She was no. still out there doing a little bit of touring and doing stuff. But a younger generation wouldn't have known much about her. You know, yeah. her hits were in the 60s and 70s. Her duets with Conway Twitty and all that. 60s and 70s. And uh, I'm trying to think. She started when she was 28. I mean, she started late in her, you know, she had already that had some babies late. and everything. Yeah, that is late. Yeah, if yeah. it is, because you think about the Beatles almost were teenagers and other people were like 21 or something when they get going. Most of most people that have had a long career. Yeah. And she yeah. started when she was 28. So this was like 1960 and uh, 62, somewhere in there. Then she went on and was a big Opry star. You know, and country along with, oh, you know, yeah. the Minnie Pearls and the Roy A. Cups and, and that generation of country stars, Marty Robbins, uh, Floyd Kramer, Boots Randolph, all these people were, you know, George Jones, Tammy Wynette, uh, Conway Twitty. All these names were big, you know, in that decade and then on into the 70s where they did some more. You know, she was a headliner in Vegas. Oh, yeah. Uh, Winona said that she was uh, she was a kid. She was 15, and she was living with her mother in uh, Vegas in a hotel room, and she would sneak down to the showroom and watch Loretta come out in this big ball gown. You know, she said she was mesmerized <laughs> by oh, her. Yeah. And then later when she became a judge, Loretta, 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 Loretta loved other stars, other girls particularly. She was so motherly and kind to well, the Carrie Underwoods oh, yeah, and all those people say, like Miranda that. Lambert, uh, Tanya Tucker, Miranda Lambert, all yeah. of them. She was, she called them on the phone. She supported them. She was just great. She yeah. was a, you know, I just, uh, I, I wasn't around to see her in the sixties, but I knew of her because yeah. she was selling Crisco shortening on television with fried chicken, you know, and then a new generation <laughs> in the, uh, 90s or 2000s, I don't remember, but Jack White, uh, you know, certainly was a cool, is a cool dude. Yeah. And he won two Grammys with her on an album called Van Lea Rose. It's similar, very similar to what happened to Johnny Cash. Johnny could, couldn't get arrested in Nashville. Yeah. And then that big producer picked him up and did the song Hurt, which was a Nine oh, Inch Nails God. song. Yeah, I remember. And all that. And that won all kinds of Grammys and everything else. And so did Loretta. So Cash and Loretta had big careers there toward the end of, you know, toward the end of their career. Now she certainly lived another 
20 or 25 years, 30 years after that. But unfortunately, and I'm glad that the the newspapers, when she died, I wrote uh, an obituary for her 10 or 15 years ago. We had it produced yeah. at my TV station. And I think that, and I'm sure that this new crowd that works there wouldn't even know where it was. Yeah, yeah, You know, because sure. these people can't Did turn over so it? much. Did... But we were ready. I doubt it. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. But, you know, it was a different company and different people. But, you know, we were all ready. New York Times was ready. And, I mean, within 30 minutes of her death, you had these 2,000-word oh, pieces yeah. Yeah, yeah. on the L.A. Times and, and the Washington Post and the Wall Street Journal and everything else because they were ready for her. She had, uh, you know, they, they were worried about her passing years and years ago. So you saw a lot of preparation that had been done for her. So that's why you saw yeah. so many great pieces do so they, quickly. Do, do they death. do not to take anything away from the, the story we're talking about, but do they do that on, on every star? I mean, do they, yes. Do, well, is, when I've worked at ABC in Washington, uh, back in the seventies, we updated Richard Nixon's obit every day. Did you? Really? And I'm sure they do that for Biden every day. Yeah. Putting the most current footage on the end of it or the front of it, depending on how it's written. I had no idea. Uh, no and idea. You, and certainly great newspapers and most great, not these TV stations today are just, you know, what are you going to do? But, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. there are people that I'm sure that there's uh, certainly for all that there is a President Carter obit completely done yeah everything is written all you gotta do is push the button with him yeah and as old as he is uh i'm sure for all the wow. other presidents including trump and everybody else those are in the it's can all there yeah. they are ready yeah. to go boom yeah. and the pictures are picked the graphics fascinating then they also down to where you push the button for the bulletin yeah on twitter you even write the twitter up you know if you'll notice those kind of things, when you see them on Twitter, yeah. if they're coming from a legitimate news source, are, are just well done. Yeah, Loretta Lynn, the coal miner's daughter and an American icon, right. died today at age ninety. Uh, you know, this something very quick, and they have a very nice picture. You know, that's ready to go, not something you had to pull out of your, you know, billfold or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those things yeah. are ready to go. Uh, I'm trying to think. Paul McCartney, I'm sure at the networks and other people have done one for him, yeah. Bob Dylan. I'm sure that those are all done. Uh, you know, I could go down the list. It's morbid, but yeah. it's things you, you can't be caught with your pants down <laughs> in the news business when stuff like that happens. Yes. You, more ways you, than one. Throw, <laughs> you just can't throw together all that stuff and the file footage and all that stuff yeah. quickly enough. And so sometimes you get a little, you, you're caught with your pants down on someone young dying. Because yeah. you're not ready for that. Yes, yeah, gotcha. That's not going to happen. But people who are older, you know, that you will not, you would be surprised, but not shocked. Yeah. If they died, you're ready for that. That's and, interesting. Uh, I mean, that is interesting to the average Joe like me. That's super interesting because I just thought they'd throw that stuff together and somehow. And and, certainly for politicians, for famous people. I'm trying to think of who the who are the most famous people in America. Yeah. Your presidents. Yeah. Uh, Nancy Pelosi. I'm sure they've done something, and probably yeah. in San Francisco, that newspaper, they've written up and gotten her history, and they've got pictures ready to go yeah. and everything wow. for her there. Uh, you know, people that are famous in an area, but that's good journalism and Wealthy good preparation. People, uh, rich and we don't have that so much anymore yeah. in a lot of places. We have the, the depth of a baby pool right now <laughs> in most of these uh, 
most of these news. That's not very deep, really Jimmy. Bad. That's very shallow. No, it's not right? very deep. Yeah. And because they don't have time or they don't have the desire and they're not thinking yeah. of those kind of things, you know. And if you've got a good organization, you we, they paid me and I had time. I'd spend a day yeah. on try to do two of them. I did Charlie Daniels. Before he died, we anticipated it. Yeah. Uh, we did uh, – we were – yeah, I mean, some, I can't remember all the Johnny Cash. We were somewhat prepared, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. but yeah. these things that surprise you when they die too young. It's, yeah. yeah. I mean, I remember I was on the air when Elvis died yeah, he and was uh, too young, man, I had to run back and just find a, you know, and I don't even know because we didn't have computers back then. See, that made yeah, yeah. things so much. Well, you had, you had music libraries at stations and I remember I found uh, some gospel song he had done. Maybe I found a, uh, love me tender or something love you know yeah. something like that and i was able in 30 minutes to find that and start my newscast off with the man who sang this song has died love me oh my god love me. Love. you just gave just me run, goosebumps just run seven or eight seconds of it and then you elvis presley yeah. has died today at his home in graceland he died in a memphis hospital after having a health issue at his house or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Incredible. You have all that you've got, and that was all having to be written up really quick by myself, you know, and yeah, and then you, you try to do what you can, but on things that you can somewhat anticipate like that. And, and they did a great job. And for you, the folks that are, maybe you're a professional of some sort yeah. out there, they did a great job on this at the TV station where I was for decades in Nashville. We got a call about every, I'd say in average every six months, certainly every year, that Loretta had died. Oh, geez. Sometimes it was because she was taken to the hospital because she had pneumonia. Or maybe she fell and broke her hip, but it came across to us that she had died. She didn't have a current publicist, didn't have a phone number, really. You could call the hurricane. There were places you could figure sure, it out. Yeah. But we'd spend... We'd spend hours trying to track it down, call the sheriff's department, call a restaurant nearby. Have you heard anything? You know, is this even possibly true? Because yeah. it was even if it was a little bit true, we would have dispatched crews, you know, to Hurricane Mills, which was 90 minutes away. Yeah. So we're going. But if you even think it's true, but we couldn't, you know, we'd always find out it probably wasn't or wasn't true. This one, when she died, the daughters who've been handling all this stuff, had the number and somehow somebody had enough sense to call the Associated Press and they put it out and they did it and it sent it to everybody all at once. Brilliant. So everybody had it all at once and no one's having to go around chasing, you know, the story. So it came across, according to the Associated Press, Loretta Lynn, you know, Grammy winner, icon, country music has died. She was 90. And then everybody runs with their own stuff. But you're not worried about that being not true. Yeah, right. Uh, Associated Press, they come with big weight because people trust that. They don't trust much. But Reuters and Associated Press, and, you know, a couple of times, like when Joe Paterno died, they said he died and he really hadn't died. Fascinating. And and CBS and others went on the air and had to do it. Then there was somebody else recently that they they were kind of uh, Tom Petty. They he was almost dead, or maybe he was, or wasn't, yeah, or whatever. Vaguely, and yeah. people put that out, and then CBS on their evening news had to come back on and say, "We're sorry, yeah, uh, he is passed yeah. away." I mean, that is like for an organization, it, it's 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 horrible. embarrassing. Yeah, it's embarrassing. And so it's just it's very difficult when famous people die because yeah. you can't undie them. 
Yeah, right, right. And when you go on the air and say so and so is dead and blah blah blah, whoops, maybe they were only sick or maybe they're not yeah. dead yet, yeah, yeah, but they're yeah. still alive well, yeah. or whatever, you know. And you just got to be really, 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 really careful. And in this day of the internet, people, boy, it's out there. It's out there every before. day. It's out there every day. I see people dying every day, and I know it's not true because I know you, and I verify. But it. Oh yeah, they. In fact, I'm so mad. There's some stuff that goes on on Facebook, and now you see it. Yeah. So and so is dead, and they start on YouTube and a couple other places. Yeah. And they're not. And why the companies allow that? I don't. I've sent. I've sent that kind of stuff when I see it. Yeah. Uh, You know, and there's I've seen fake news of plane crashes and other things that people show. And look at this plane coming in, and it's some kind of crap that they've created because yeah. they're trying to get clicks. It's clickbait, and it's, yeah. it's wrong. Totally, but clickbait. some people just honestly screw up. Yeah, on yeah, these, yeah. and that's embarrassing. And it messes people that dead, and your organization's embarrassed. Yeah. You're embarrassed, and uh, you just—I mean, I've always said on a lot of them, I say, I am not going to be the first to kill her or kill him. Yeah, well, I've told that to news. I've told it to bosses and everybody else until I'm pretty sure. We don't need to be the first on this because if we're the first and we're wrong, what good was it being first? Yeah, You've you all of a sudden gone to the back of the page. Too much logic. So, yeah. Too much logic, Jimmy. Hey, by the way, everybody, the sound of 007, where can they find it again? Uh, it's on Amazon Prime. Watch it. And it's right there on their opening page this week. Who knows okay. where they'll put it. But all the movies are up there. All 25 are up there. And if I had to go... Check one. Don't watch the last one, for goodness sake. If that's your first Bond movie, don't watch the last one. That right, That's totally – that's enough. like reading the last chapter in a book. Don't yeah. do that. Yeah. But uh, – and don't even do Skyfall and in uh, those. I mean, you really got to go back. Yeah, go and back. they're a little ancient, but do do some homework. They're go fun. ahead and do Goldfinger. Yeah. Do, do Goldfinger it. and – it's still a good story, and it's dated with the cars that are in there and stuff like that. Yeah, it was fun. And then you kind of get into it. And then we watch Live and Let Die. You can jump ahead to that because it was more modern. Yeah, And the bit. chases are the chases. Then their music's good. Paul McCartney and the George Martin did the score. Yeah, yeah. That was good. And then you can jump ahead to, to some of the others. And then all the Daniel Craigs are okay, but you yeah, got to watch them in order. Yeah, I think you got to right. watch them in order because they're all pretty modern. Indeed. Well, there you have it, folks. This week, the lighter edition of Sweeping the Country. Thank you for that, Jimmy. We need that every once in a while. We need it every once in a while. That's it for us. Uh, tune in next week. We'll do it again. I'm Derek Walker. He is Jimmy Carter. Good day. Good day. <laughs>